Blog Talk Radio. Come on, 
idea for the show, especially considering that we are all, you know, saying our beginning to really celebrate and say our goodbyes to 2015 and ushering 2016. Um, one of the things that I I had talked to a friend of mine about was, uh, or one of the things that he's talked to me about is his concerns and his preoccupation with many of his fears uh, about stepping into what it is that he finds himself being called to do, to to live boldly and fearlessly, uh, and and finding himself, you know, being fearful of the image of it. And it's something that he continues to work on continuously. However, one of the things that I had um, thought about when he shared that with me was uh, earlier this year, um, um, there's a minister by the name of Reverend Muriel who talked about 
living a large and in charge life. Now, many of you may wonder what that means, and for her definition, um, we are all gods having a human experience. So God is experiencing God's self as Arlene right now, and God is experiencing, uh, you know, God's self as you. God is experiencing God's self as all of the things that you see around you. God is constantly having this continual experience and expressing itself uh, in and through almost everything that you do, say, or act. Now, the question is, is that, uh, you know, are you in alignment with what, Source is calling you into being. I mean, when one of the ways that when I that idea was first introduced to me, or you know, in in that particular idea or concept, um, the question that I recall her asking was, you know, when you are experiencing. As God, what does that feel like to you? And when you know, and when I had gotten into that experience of feeling like that, I I felt extremely large and expansive, and 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 fearless. Just you know, there there was a sense of fearlessness uh, about my energy, about my demeanor and there was a a brightness um to my experience and one of the things that I kept continually kept doing was I I was like okay well I've gotten this particular vibration in and so and so I I know what that feels like and one of the things that I kept doing is I actually started incorporating that particular question of feeling what it feels like to have God experience God's self as Arlene, um, what I began to notice was that there was a definite shift and a change in how my life was progressing. Because if you were to have told me that I would be where I am right now, um, a year ago, you know, today, I probably would have had some serious doubts about that. And what happened as a result of me doing this as a continual spiritual practice of of experiencing, you know, myself, experiencing God as myself, how am I behaving when I am being God and exhibiting God's goodness and graciousness throughout my experience? What began happening was like, you know, I began to have more honest discussions with individuals around me. I began, I began to, you know, there would be be people who would come to me with confrontations about what it was that they thought that I should be doing, and I'd just look at them and just say, you know, this is how I see it. And regardless of whatever it is that you're saying to me, you know, you know, I'm not going to, you know, turn into a pretzel in order to satisfy whatever whatever it is that you feel that I may be doing. Um that is certainly not my intent and certainly not how I wanted to, you know, certainly not my intent, but and certainly not my expectation and, and not necessarily taking on whatever it is or whatever idea or perception that they had of me and still being able to feel whole in owning my own space. And as a result, you know, uh, I ended up um, relocating from Baltimore up here to the Empire State up here in New York and and having things happen in a very rapid succession 
um, and it, there was a, a great deal of cricketing. Uh, it's like being moved on a very, very fast-moving train. Now, one of the things that I think that happens to people when they have this this idea, you know, the vision comes to them about what it is that they're supposed to be doing or what it is that they're being called to do is that they get fearful of it and ask the question, well, how am I supposed to do that? What me? Why is it that I'm, you know, uh, you know, and and just looking at the idea of it and just, you know, and not feeling uncomfortable because, you know, you've been in this place of being conditioned into being smaller than who you really are. In fact, um, most of us, at some point or another, get trained out of being who we are so that we can fit in or fit into society and fit and be be acceptable to you know to the masses and not and as a result of it or you know or being with our family members and them saying no you do this and you know and since they don't have a large vision for themselves they you know they can't if they can't have a large vision for themselves they're now they're definitely not going to see it for you. So some of you may be asking, okay, well, you know, this may actually be the reality that you're experiencing. And you're probably asking the question, well, how do you get to that place of actually responding to that or or even, you know, how do you get beyond that? And I would say uh, always first things first, which is, have some type of spiritual practice. Now, in my previous shows, I've had a few guests on, um, well, one specifically, uh, you know, S.L.E. Myers. And one of the things that I, I want people to understand that there is a world that the spiritual world, that when you begin to apply and do a spiritual practice that that spiritual world supports you and supports whatever it is that that vision is. Because the thing is, is that, you know, many are being called. And regardless of whatever happens, you know, uh, whether or not you decide to answer the call or not, the plan is already in place and the plan is already planned out and the plan is going to get executed. Now the question is is whether or not you're going to get on that fast-moving train to actually do your part in doing whatever that is, whether or not it is assisting people with healing, um, be it through food, be it through counsel, be it through, you know, being the most excellent you that you could possibly be. Now, um, and as of late, you would, there is a definite quickening, especially coming up into this year of 2016. Um, 2016 is, you know, it's a nine year. And the nine represents endings. And so you have the perfect opportunity in this year of nine to end whatever no whatever does not serve you. You have the opportunity to say enough is enough and step boldly into what what of who you really are to be bold about who you really are because it, it it's it's really come to a place now with with all of the seeming craziness that's being expressed uh in the world that it it's it's time for you to step in and do your part and it does not serve the world for you to play it small anymore you can't hide anymore. I know that I have 
continually when I go into my spiritual meditation or or I I'm doing whatever uh, I periodically hear that I've heard spirit say to me you know you can't hide anymore you can no longer be you know be this contracted individual that you were when you were living in a state of fear it it it, it it's not going to work it's not going to work you can't hide it's time for you to you know be more of who you are so you know so i'm here in in new york and and i guess you could say boldly <laughs> going out and extending myself and yeah extending myself and doing the things that are necessary in, in order to make those uh, make those shifts and make those changes now i this is only a suggestion so and everything that i say is a suggestion and the reason why i say that is because not everything works for everyone but one of the reasons why I had had S. Ali Myers on the, on the last show was just to show people how they can have their spiritual practice externalized in the physical by the building of an altar and having him explain it. Because this is information that I've always, that I came into organically. And when I use the word organic, what I mean is that it just came up naturally for me. Spirit was talking to me, told me to build an altar, so I went ahead and I built an altar. The Spirit told me to do some prayers. I would just do the prayers, and, you know, and that was how... I got into the practice of 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 prayer and using using the altar and what began what began happening was that my circumstance began to slowly change it was like a building up and it was you know there would be events in my life that that seemed to mold to whatever it was that I was looking to create and and be in that state of being supported, that I'm not necessarily doing it all by myself. And here's the thing. The how really isn't any of your business. Whatever your vision is, it's it's really none of your vision the whole the whole purpose and point of what you need to do is to hold a vision so i i do suggest that that people actually build an ancestral altar and make you know daily offerings of food and joss paper and things that 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 uh that they would need in order to assist you especially if you've been going through a long period of difficulty and also providing prayers for those that that have you know your ancestors so that that their way is made better for them so that they can assist you because a lot of times and, and again the with individuals that I've talked to um or you know clients that I've talked to on a personal level I I tell them to do this in our private consultation however it wasn't something that I necessarily uh did myself so that's why I would lead them to the tools that uh Ali Myers has uh provided also um, and I know, and hopefully, you know, if you're listening to the, this station and you you already know that I also believe in working with what I call ascended masters. Uh, those would be, you know, gods or deities uh, that would assist a person in their in on their path. Now, here's the thing: when you begin to uh, ask for assistance from the ascended masters and when you start making offering to the assisted assisted masters you are in fact developing a relationship with the spiritual world and what begins to happen is that the things that you look for that you petition for you find that that your way is made just a little bit easier so that you can do the work 
so so that you can do your work because you're you're not alone you know there is the, we're all one we're all one and and for those people who would say well there's only one god well here's the thing the source of creation that created you also created uh other beings and those uh those deities or what i call ascended masters it to help you along and why not why not petition those that are able to assist you if we are all one the the you know there is there's no separation but for the time being, what I am going to go ahead and do is run our commercial because, you know, you know, there's some other shows other than myself that's on right now. And we will be right back right after this message. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we specialize in healing the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with Pastors Bridget and Pastor Cook, where they address issues related to spirituality and mental health. Every Thursday, we have something different. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. On the second Thursday of the month, it's one love, one connection, one us. It's relationship talk with Reverend Arlene and Reverend Harvey. Call in with your relationship questions. On the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine with Reverend Jamel Gilliam, a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. On the fourth Thursday of the month, it's the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey, giving advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. And when there's a fifth Thursday in the month, join Reverend Arlene Cahet with the Healing Paradigms. She is healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. And on Fridays, it's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. This is the show where you find out how to enhance your love life and have better sexual experiences and find out how to do it by eating healthy. We have Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana heading up Love, Sex, and Nutrition only here on the Family Healing Circle, Blog Talk Radio's most exciting station. Okay, and also I would like to mention um, we have a new show coming up that in the coming new year. Um, it is um, Money Matters with Chastity Wells, which will begin uh, begin on seven o'clock on Tuesday evening. So be sure to stay tuned for whatever it is the, the spiritual money matters that she will, you know bring in terms of like enlightenment and and also living a life of uh, great wealth and prosperity um now do i'm i'm just checking with my my uh, my engineer here uh do we have anybody on the line because if you are interested in actually you know having a reading please Press the number one, and I will be sure to. He will be sure to bring you on. Engineer, Mr. Engineer. And yes, Arlene. <laughs> Thank you, Harvey. So mm-hmm. there's nobody on the line for us. Oh, there's one person on the line, but they're not requesting to speak to you. Okay. But since you brung me in out of the silence and I've unmuted my phone, I would like to have a reading. Okay, okay. Let's have a reading. Let's have a reading. (laughs) I just want to know what wonders do 2016 have in store for me? All right. What wonders... Are in store for Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. All righty. Mm-hmm. 
So in the month of February, I'm seeing that you're going to be coming into some more money. And one moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's going to be another source other than, you know, the normal thing like taxes and things of that nature. Um, I'm not being given any particular, uh, you know, uh, of exactly where it's going to be coming from. But hold on, let me continue to look down the line. Okay. like in the month of June, mm-hmm. um, there is a potential for a love interest around that time. Mm-hmm. 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 Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Money, love. Yeah, money and love. I feel like a king. <laughs> what more can I ask for? Am I not already rich and more riches is coming in two months? Am I not loved all around the world and more love comes to me in six months? I am a blessed, blessed man. Okay. Let's see. Okay, uh, it looks like the month of August is going to be another money month for you. Okay. Now, is there anything beyond just lo- love and money that you're interested in knowing? Health. Well, health, health is good. Health? Let's talk about health. Let's talk about health, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about me being healthy. Let's see Okay, now I'm I'm seeing you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing you going to the doctor and you getting a full, you know, clean bill. Okay. You know, but you know that that seems to that well that seems to have definitely been the norm for you after you, mm-hmm. you know, after the la- the previous gig lost you. Mhm, mhm. Th- that's right. Mm-hmm. I got let go from a job and I got so healthy. <laughs> it, it was a humongous blessing to be let go from a job. So anyone out there listening who's been recently let go from a job, let it go. Trust me, if they let you go, let it go. You didn't need them. You better off without them. I'm going to tell you, I lost weight. My blood pressure went down. My body got back in shape. I, wow, I could go on for days. It was the best thing. That had happened to me in decades. For real, for real. Real talk, people. <laughs> yeah. But that is. And I see you celebrating with a little bit more family come next Christmas. Oh, no, not a bambino. <laughs> well, that's not what I mean. I, I didn't mean baby. Oh. No, with okay. the family that the family that you have now. So. Oh, oh, okay, that's better. I'm like I'm too old for kids. I'm almost into that decade where it's okay to be a grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but is there anything else, Harvey? 
No, that that is it. There's nothing else I can think of. I mean, come on, that was that was a wonderful reading. That's the kind that you know I would pray upon everybody to have to find out that there's money coming their way, there's love coming their way. Whew. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't. That's and health, you know. So yeah, I, I am complete. Okay. Thank you, Reverend Harvey. You're quite welcome. Thank you, Reverend Harvey. Okay, so there is a poem that I would like to share with the crowd, and hopefully you all are into poetry. And it is called Stepping Boldly. Step boldly into what Source is calling you to do. Step boldly into the renew and real you. It serves no purpose for you to hide when source when the source of creation's calling you to be the biggest you inside. Many see the vision and become afraid due to the conditioning uh out of out of being bold and being brave. Truth is source is showing you the real you, the brilliant life the true treasure that awaits you. Many see the vision and think that can't possibly be for me. The bumps and bruises of life have become their story and their reality. Just know that the source, the source of creation, the source of the universe is calling you, supports you, and created you too. The vision that you have is divinely backed for you to know that source has your back the hurdles that you see are meant for you to push through it is time to step boldly into the real you now in terms of um I'm going to go ahead and just sort of reiterate um, what I have said um, before, which is, you know, stepping boldly into the real you just means going ahead and accepting the vision that that you have and holding the vision that Source has you uh, has for you. And one of the things that you will notice, especially if you don't place any type of judgment on it, and I know that for many that may be an actual challenge. But when you don't place any judgment on the vision and you just let it be about the vision, and you just hold the vision, just hold it, and and this goes for any particular activity or any particular change that you want to make in your life, the longer that you hold the vision, the longer that you hold the thought, what begins to happen is that you will start finding yourself moving into those things that you need to do in order to have those things come into fruition. Uh, I And also, one of the other things that I do recommend is that uh, when you have the vision, you go ahead and write down what that vision, what that vision is. If you can um, bring it uh, to bring it out of what I call the, you know, the etheric level, the thought level, and bring it down on paper, that is one of the first concrete ways of actually taking um, abstract thought and bringing it into the physical. And generally, as you write it. Uh, As you write it, it allows you to be in that state of actually focusing in on what it is that you wanted to want to create, be it a healthy, you know, a healthy, uh, you know, a healthy way of living, um, a diet, and and don't get into that and get into that energy of judgment because the energy of judgment is really really counterproductive to what it is that you want to do. And actually be in a state of affirming uh, what it is that you're wanting. Um, now, I, you know, I have really kind of uh, been out of the practice of of doing what I call New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, um, it 
I, I find that uh, a lot of times because people are, you know, you know, are into judging themselves when they miss the mark of actually attaining whatever those those goals and visions are, those resolutions, uh, be it exercise and being, you know, one of the one of like number number one goals that people set at the beginning of the year. Um, however, one of the things that you can do is not just have a loosely set expectation of, well, what does that look like when I'm healthy? What does that feel like when I'm healthy? You know, why is that becoming, or why is that your, why is that going, that why is that a, a new reality for you? Why is that a re- new reality for you? And not place any judgment on it, uh, just so that you can get the energy of that thought to begin to change, change and help you step into that energy. There is a girlfriend of mine that has has made great inroads with with doing this particular type practice. And she seems to, you know, from my perspective on the outside looking in, from she seems to vacillate back and forth between, well, you know, I know I should do this and I would like to do this and whatever, uh, be it, be it, be it, uh, if she wanted to create um, a better way of eating for herself, um, be it moving into a new space. Uh, there were changing up the dynamics of her relationship, um, being more intuitive, and she. And one of the things that I had noticed was that she had talked about it. She would talk. She would talk about it and talk about making the change in an affirming way. And slowly but surely, before the end of the year was out. Um, both she and her child were eating more healthy. Uh, she, you know, she started doing the the prep work. Now, she did not get too much into um, it, it from my from my outside looking in. It seemed like judgment, but one of the things that I had noticed was that because her thoughts were really concentrated on on health, eating healthy, that she was able to make the change. And as a result of that, um, as a result of making that um, change, she was able to... um, uh, and she was able to make that change. Well, make the changes that she needed to make. I found we have a caller on the line. Yes. Hi. This is Hi. Asha. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Well, I wanted the reading for um, 2016. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> All right. Now, is there anything in particular that you're wanting to know about any particular area? Um, no, I guess whatever comes up would be good. things that I'm getting is that in month four you're going to be you're going to actually be in that state of noticing um, where health changes are actually taking place for you
Okay. Um, I'm also getting that that the many of the things that have been going on in your body, um, um, the the inflammation, it's it's due to uh, issues that you've had in your in your private relationships, and what you're going to notice after the healing of the body is that your relationships are going to be a shift and change, and many of them are going to harmonize. Uh, anybody who isn't uh, necessarily in alignment with with you know the new you is going to fall away, even uh, even more so than they may be now. Okay, so the bows represent um it represents um your spiritual gifting and apparently during that time you're going to be experiencing more of an awakening of that particular that those particular gifts and skills. Um I'm seeing um I'm seeing clairvoyance is one of the giftings that's going to be expanding. Um, let's see, if, you know, what's the other? If there's another one, what what was that, Miss um, Kyle? Clairvoyant, yeah, clairvoyant, clairvoyant. There's going to be an expansion of whatever whatever gift that you have now. There's going to be more of an expansion of it around that time. Okay, so in the month of October, for whatever reason, the gifting is associated with the body in the sense that um, you are going to you're going to start a path of showing people how to go about healing the body, and for whatever reason, I see you doing a whole bunch of yoga. Mm. 
apparently in the month of December, as you're looking back, you're you're going to really be in this place of of uh, you know of deep um, appreciation because you're you've you're going to be you're going to be in that place where you're going to look back and like say, wow, you know, this is that uh, you know this is really really. You know, I, I can't believe that I'm here compared to where I was. Um, Also in the month of September, um, I see that your ability to draw in more income is definitely going to increase around that time. You're specifically being asked to go ahead and actually uh, write out what, you know, write, uh, if not every day, maybe every other day, maybe um, um, at least two to three times a week uh, about your current experience and write about your journey because eventually you're going to Go ahead and publish a book about your healing journey. <laughs> oh, wow. Books. of what I have for you for this year, unless there's something specific, you know, but, you know. Do you see anything about relationships? Anything about what? Can I ask Um, about relationships? Okay, now for next year, the next year it really is going to, you know, because I did kind of ask about that, and Mm -hmm. Let next year be really about you. Mm-hmm. Let the focus be on you. Be Let that be about loving you, about healing you. It's about you. And and really get into that place of um, discovering, discovering and rediscovering yourself. Uh, and because I don't see, uh, I don't see, a romantic interest, but the 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 whole year for you is really about let you know the 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 layers and about getting as deep as you possibly can into the the layers of who you are and discovering who you are and and you know what you're about uh, mm-hmm. because you're not the person that you're going to be. At the end of 2016 is going to be a far cry from what you are right now. Wow. Yeah, because you're going to be because of the the lifting and the shifting and the changing and the healing in the physical body and letting go of of the those physical causes. That there's going to be a transformation. And the thing is, is that. Uh, if you were to necessarily attract a person where you are right now, they may mm-hmm. not be able to deal with who it is that you will be near the, at the end of this year, next year, excuse me, at the end of next year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, so, that's a kind of... What she's saying, I, I really can't. Mhm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So is there anything else? Um, that's it. Thank you. You're quite welcome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of our show. It was only supposed to be an hour today because I don't want to get in the way of anybody celebrating. So I want to send you all love, peace, and blessings for this very, very beautiful new year and enjoy and love uh, the the rest of 2015 and say goodbye to it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I will be back. Um, I'm not sure of which day, but uh, whatever the next fifth Thursday will be, um, I will be back with Healing Paradigms, and I am sure that I will have if it's not an amazing show it will be it will be an amazing show regardless of whatever but anyway happy new year to you love peace and blessings to you thank you Reverend Harvey thank you to my guests and see you soon life is like a-